when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Are you, you're, you look like a, a morning shock jock that can only uh, broadcast wearing sunglasses. I'm going to keep these on. Okay, yeah. And uh, can you also put on some like shirt with an offensive slogan? Defensive slogan? An, What's of, a def- an offensive slogan? <laughs> no, like, a, no, I like defensive slogan. What would that be? <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying to think of uh, what would be an offensive slogan for, for a, uh, a shirt worn by a morning DJ, and all I can come up with is suck my jock, like a oh, disc wow. jockey. Like, yeah. It's, it's pretty clever. Yeah, or the shirt that I saw the other day, which is Trump is a cunt. That's good. That would be good. Okay, but what's a defensive? If what's you a defensive are, wait, t-shirt? If you wore a shirt that just said "Trunt," would people get it? Oh my that god, good? that's good. I think that's really good. All right, it's it's just another one of our surefire million dollar business. We ideas. should make that our merch. Oh yeah, we what what merch do we have already? Let's go through the okay, list. Okay, well we're gonna do a whole line of defensive t-shirts. You need to play with me on this. <laughs> defensive t-shirts. <laughs> yes, right. Okay. So what would be the slogans on defensive t-shirts? Well, t-shirts. defensive t-shirts would be like chainmail, right? Um, or, or, let's see. Oh, defensive t-shirts. Defensive t-shirts. Like, it wasn't me. Right, like something like that. <laughs> Which is probably, there's probably already a shaggy t-shirt that says it wasn't me. Or like, no, you totally said that. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not misogynistic. <laughs> um, some of my just, best friends just, are women. Right, I just say terrible things on Twitter all day. Hey, you're going to take a picture of me. Okay, oh, with the, yeah. So people can oh, see your... Oh, wait, there's this thing called selfie. <laughs> oh, you can take a picture of I you. I just forgot. No, yeah, uh, Lori, my wife, just said that, that uh, was just telling me that, that uh, I have to come along to the, uh, <laughs> to the eye doctor with her to, uh, to like, check out new pairs of glasses because she can't see them in the mirror um, when she's trying on glasses, uh, empty frames. And I'm like, you know, there's a selfie thing on your phone. She's like, oh, yeah. Wait, they don't have a mirror at an eyeglass place? No, they have a mirror, but if you can't see without <gasps> oh, glasses. Oh, oh, oh right. Duh, duh, duh. So she takes a picture of herself, puts her glasses on, looks at the picture. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, that was my suggestion. That is a good I was, suggestion. I, was, I thought that was very clever of me. It I'm is prob- clever. I'm probably the first one to think of that. It is clever. You're clever, Matthew. Thanks. That's what it says on my defensive t-shirt. <laughs> I'm Miss- clever. Yeah, clever man. Everyone tells me I'm clever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, uh, so how was your week? Uh, my week was good. So I just got back from Japan on Thursday. Which, why am I saying that? Is if that'll mean anything to like, you know, some recent Thursday. Welcome I got back. back. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, Japan was great. Um, the weather was gross as it is mm-hmm. always in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you've never been to Japan in the summer. Lucky you. No, by choice, you might I know. notice. I keep making yeah, I trips, guess... trips with you in the fall. <laughs> right, because I guess, I guess got... that's not luck. <laughs> no, it's not luck. I keep hearing your stories about how hot it is. I don't like being hot. Um, yeah, so uh, there was, uh, we were near a volcanic eruption. That was pretty cool. Wow. Like, we could, like, is that a euphemism? Um, yeah, no, no, we were near like some guy furiously masturbating. <laughs> no, it sounds more like you ate too many beans. Azu- oh, yeah, Azuki yeah, sure. beans. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, get, things got pretty azuki. Uh, so a couple couple things to report from Japan. Um, I did, as usual, see a lot of impressive uh, English store names and signage. Mm-hmm. My favorite one being, and, and I want your opinion on this, which I've already asked, but I want to I want to ask again. I saw a store, so, so you know, in Seattle and, like, everywhere hipsters gather, and there are definitely hipsters in Japan, uh, you know, you have 
every store and bar especially has to be named like something ampersand something or right. plus or um right. you know like in seattle we have brimmer and heel tap we have sitka and spruce we have what else uh Bernstein and Bernstein. Sure. Um, that's No, that's my law firm. <laughs> and so I saw a place, I think it was a clothing store, actually, in Tokyo called Wood and Pecker. What's funny about that? Right, exactly. So do you think that was deliberately funny? Because I'm always afraid that, that I'm like saying like, haha, like, look at this hilarious thing. And, and I don't want to laugh at something that was intended to be funny. I don't know what that says about me. What were the um, people working the store, like in costume, like laughing and like being like comedians? Well, they were. Or they were like totally serious. I mean, yes and no. They all had huge boners. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think it's serious. Men and women alike. Men and women. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, you sent this to me from Japan. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I had to say from Japan, because um, it seemed like it was very... Like, <laughs> I sent it to you from the future. It just felt very, like, in the moment. Yeah. Um, and I instantly thought that this was totally serious. Like, they just d- didn't get it. But Yeah, that's, no, no. I, I, maybe several that's patronizing times, of me. Several times in Japan, I'm like, Becky has to see this right now. I think yeah. once I texted you at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. American time. <laughs> um, and I was probably awake. Just yeah. being like, But, yeah, because only because we I've been there and I've seen how many stuff they have like that. Like, yeah, I they do have believe, many stuff. Well, no, like, the, so many signs like that. Like, there was one that I sent you, I think, that said, uh, 10 sluts. <laughs> and I actually think that that one was at least close to what they were trying to say because it was okay. a, a, a girly bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, then that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, did you go in? No, I just put April in front of it without telling her what the sign was above her and took a picture of her. Did you really? I did. Oh, that's and then so great. drew an arrow to her and said, 11. <sighs> I saw a funny girly bar name and I forgot to take a picture. That was a great story. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you up to? Well, I don't really have any great stories, but I, on the walk over here, I saw a couple things and I just want to say them without yeah. any context and see what you think they are. All right. Oprah chai. That I'm familiar with. I've, I've had it. Okay. And Mexican squirt. I can guess what that is, <laughs> but but it's, maybe it's better left unsaid. <laughs> so on two signs, on just the walk over here, I saw actually three things. Youth berry. Okay, that's the craziest of the three, I think. April. Uh, April. Uh, Oprah chai. <laughs> April, and, <laughs> no, April chai. Uh, April, April is Barry. launching her own, her own uh, uh, competitor to Oprah chai, right? So what the hell? Is this like what Trump is scared of in our world? Oprah chai and Mexican squirt? Like the immigrants are taking over. And I don't know why I put Oprah <laughs> where did, yeah, as where an did immigrant. Oprah immigrate from exactly? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and the blacks and the immigrants. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. Yes. So what is Oprah chai? And is it related to Oprah? Like Yes. Okay. So it's... Uh, it started maybe two years ago that uh, Starbucks, uh, they, I don't know if it's in, in addition to or instead of their previous brand of, of chai, uh-huh. like, uh, you know, they started serving Oprah chai that was like designed, you know, in in concert. That was what I was going to say, but that's not what I meant. I know. You know I, love when, in consultation, I love when people say in concert. Right. It always makes me laugh. <laughs> in consultation with Oprah, allegedly, like she sat down with the product developers. and What like, does she have to do with chai tea? Oh, you know, probably she drinks it sometimes. Well, but that's so weird. Uh, Oprah and, chai? And I mean, I've had it. It's good. Yeah, but it's so strange. It, of, of course it's strange. Yes. Have you had um, Mahatma chai? Mahatma chai? No, I have not. Um, that seems to make more sense, but Oprah chai just seems very strange. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, who? Yeah. Who else? Uh, TM. Is 
Right. Who else is going to put their name put their on a name Starbucks? Like, on, uh, yeah. You know, the Bieber, Bieber Chino. Is it the beginning of that, though, do you think? Oh, like, it absolutely could ce- be. Celebrities is going to be like the... Uh, Brittany McFlurry. Oh my God, that's come up with so many of these. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, what are some other products that need a celebrity endorsement? Mm. Does it, is it always going to be drinks? Well, I mean, like latte. Like, uh, you know, the, the latte is like, you know, now 20 years old. Like, it's the least it, it, cool drink. It does need an upgrade. It needs an upgrade. And what it needs is, I mean, they're trying to like uh, replace it with things like the flat white and the mo. Loca, whatever. Anyway, flat white just sounds like someone ran over a white person. It's yes. very weird. It's like which, flat Stanley, which we are in favor of. Yeah, Trumpetino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That guy needs his name on more things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay, the the latte, the Millie Vanilli latte, the Millie. I'm going very, way back. Very current reference. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'm what? actually trying to come up with current references and failing. Well, that's it. I mean, you you know, we've talked about this before that like. I I assume you have also, but I've reached the age where I don't know what the kids are into, and if I did know, I wouldn't like it. And you know, I yeah. swore that would never be me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't uh, know what you're talking about because I'm way hip with the kids. Yeah, I mean, I think the last hip thing I heard of was Skrillex. What what drink would God Skrillex bless you. <laughs> endorse? Is there? I don't even know what you're talking about. I sound like my grill lemonade. I've become an I've become an I've become my grandmother because I remember distinctly her saying, "You're speaking a different language." Mm-hmm. How about? Oh yeah, my mom. My mom uh, used to say that to me all the time. Speak English. Uh, when I, usually if I was talking about like computer geek stuff. Mm. How about Skrillex Lax? Could that be a product? It does not <laughs> sound like you would want to drink that. <laughs> okay, so what's Mexican squirt? Um, Not really. What What do you think it is? Oh, it's um. Okay, well, what it is is try not to be racist. <laughs> okay, you you can America can weigh in. Like it's it's someone standing on the border and uh, and sending a message across the border. How about that? This is how we feel about your wall. Exactly. That's it's, what I said. Yes, it's, it's writing your name on the wall. It's what would happen if <laughs> if uh, if they actually built the wall. It's what it would be covered with immediately. It's Mexican Square, right? Is it actually some sort of like soda or juice beverage? Um, I assume it's uh, in the like same Sprite. way there's, there's Mexi, Mexican Coke. Mexi um, Coke. <laughs> uh, squirt Squirt is delicious. Squirt yeah. is like a grapefruit soda, so I yeah. assume it's oh. the Mexican version. It's, ah, uh, so it's pomelo. I don't know. If yes, it's pomelo. <laughs> it's a pomelo soda. It's, yeah, it's it's uh, yuzu. Um, it's uh, well, squirt is one of the two ingredients in a paloma. Do you ever drink a paloma? Are you serious now? I can't. Oh, tell. absolutely! It's squirt plus tequila. It's great. Ah, so that's what that's what I think they were advertising on the side of coastal or not coastal kitchen. Coastal kitchen. What's that? Is that on fifteen? Yeah. The one on fifteen. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. If I were if I were a bar, I would definitely advertise that because it uh, takes three seconds to make and mm-hmm. costs nothing. Right. There was maybe one other ingredient, but it just caught my eye to see Mexican squirt. I don't oh. know why. It just it just definitely seems like hot Carl Mexican squirt. <laughs> this is on. Urban just, Dictionary. Speaking of Hot Carl, I just read Hot Carl's memoir. Hot Carl being a white rapper from the early 2000s? Seriously, there's yes. a rapper called Hot Carl? Uh, yes, he's. Uh, you You would like him. He's, uh, I mean, maybe not his, his music, but... Does uh, he have shit all over I, his chest? You, yes, you would love, you'd love the book. I highly recommend this book. The book is called uh, Kanye West Owes Me $300 and Other Stories from a Failed White Rapper. 
uh, or a white, a white rapper who almost made it big, something like that. Anyway, the, the author is Jensen Karp, and he's a you know Jewish guy from L.A. who looks like an accountant. Wait, there's so much going on in what you're saying right now. Okay. There's a guy named Jensen Karp? Yes, there's a guy named Jensen Karp. He's a Jewish guy from L.A. who looks like an accountant and discovered that he was an incredibly talented freestyle rap battler and rap battled his way into a contract with Interscope Records and was then dropped before they ever released his album. So Carp is Hot Carl? Yes. He, what? And apparently the name, he just, uh, he like called into a radio station to uh, participate in a rap battle and they needed, he needed a name and that was what came to mind. Wow. This is and, crazy. And he re- regretted it immediately. Do you have the book? Um, I got it from the library. Oh, okay. Oh, oh it sounds fascinating. Yeah. I just love that his last name is Carp. Mm-hmm. K- K-A-R-P. In Cincinnati. W- <laughs> That's speaking of old references. Hey, I'm going to do a little Foley action here. Listeners. Okay. Tell me what this is. You know it's this isn't a live show, right? That's, well, don't that's... tell me. Just say it out loud. It's very distinct, this sound. I don't know why. Isn't that a great sound? It's weird. I don't think I would be able to place it you don't if think I was so? listening to the okay, show. Okay, we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you doing something to your Oprah chai. Wait, did you get the Oprah chai? I didn't. I didn't. What, what celebrity beverage are you drinking? <laughs> I just got a. I just got a. I don't know. You don't know what you are. No, you're just too embarrassed to say it. Iced. It's just an iced americano okay. with room with a little bit of cinnamon on top. Americano that that needs a sponsor, right? Like yeah. that. Um. Hmm. Is there anyone whose name rhymes with Americano? <laughs> that would be a, that's a tall order right there. I know. That's a tall beverage. Well, uh, the first thing that came to mind was Cubano, but that's not a person's name. No, that's, Americano. Um, like Bono. Uh, <laughs> fuck yes. All right. Americano. Oh, the, or the Bono Americano. Okay. The Bono Americano? That would be a fucking million dollar hit. Oh my hit. God. Defensive, t- defensive t-shirts <laughs> and the Bono Americano. When I said million dollar hit, I was... Just like in Austin Powers when he asked for a million dollars, because I mean it was like, wait a minute, if Starbucks made a million dollars, that like, would that's not a bad be a day. successful product launch. <laughs> that would be a disaster. Disaster. All right, Bono Americano, we're gonna take it to a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about the Bobby Gold stories. Okay, so I was the picker. Wait, you didn't say we're back. Oh, we're back. You missed the opportunity, your your moment to shine. <laughs> that's that's if that's my moment to shine, things are bad. <laughs> yes. Uh, by, by the way, sorry, sorry, I sound like uh, squeaky Larue. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> While I was in Japan, I picked up some kind of international super virus, um, and uh, it sounds like a supermodel, but it's not as much fun. No, yeah. I, well, I mean, you can definitely get an international super virus from an international supermodel. Yeah. I did, mean, that did, would be a good day. Did you hear that norovirus broke out at the RNC? I did. <laughs> I have to say, I, I laughed really hard. Oh yeah! I really hope it spreads. That's mean, but I really do. No, I'm sure. I'm sure many people have used the phrase "literal shit show," right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's been going around the interwebs. All right, so I was the picker this time, and uh, I don't know if this was the best book to pick. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It was the Bobby Gold stories by Anthony Bourdain. I just thought, you know, bring in our food, our yeah, you know, let's bring our, in our, food. Our, our book club stuff. So I thought it would kind of bring our world together here in, in one pick. Um, I'll give this summary right here. It's, it's very short. It's a very short um, summary, and it's a very short 
look inside that we had here. So basically, uh, there's Bobby Gold, who is the child spawn of uh, the Goldsteins. See what he did there? Oh, Matthew, wait. see what he did there? I think I, I, think I missed that somehow. <laughs> uh, uh, Dr. and Mrs. Sherman Goldstein are his parents, and he dropped the Steen. Oh. Um, so I didn't know he was Jewish. Just kidding. Uh, he is a bad boy. He's a very bad boy. Right from the beginning, he's busted by the cops. He's got wait. tons of cocaine in his <laughs> can, rental car. Can you say that bad boy thing one more time? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he's a very, you're a very bad boy. <laughs> um, he's got a ton of coke in his car. Mexican uh, coke. <laughs> Does he have any Mexican squirt? <laughs> um, uh, he gets busted. He hopes Eddie uh, can help him, but we don't know who Eddie is. I'm assuming his brother, but we're not yeah, sure. Maybe. Uh, he gets uh, thrown in the slammer, and then uh, all of a sudden we're in court, and his the jurors, he can tell the jurors are, are going to put him away because they're all like people who don't want their kids getting sold drugs by the likes of him. Yeah. So he Which gets, seems totally unfair. Like, I, I want that guy to sell my kid drugs. <laughs> so he gets uh, 10 years in prison. Fast forward to the future. Bobby Gold is out of prison. Uh, in prison, he gets in some fights. He tries to, you know, tries to, to kill someone yeah. just so he can eat more Parker Rolls because mm-hmm. they were stealing them from him. He's now out of prison. Uh, he, you see him in a uh, seafood processing center, and he's all in black, <laughs> like Johnny Cash. He's the man in black. He walks in. He says, "I've come from Eddie." Yeah, and and I think he gets the job. Uh, I, that's where we leave but off. I don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. So that's that's all. Yeah, let's get right into this because okay. th- there were some things that I had to. I had to. Yeah, I, I have some questions. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, first of all, uh, what are you doing to keep Pippin off drugs? Pippin being your little dog that thinks he's a cat. She's a cat. Um, nothing. She's actually been on drugs. No, um, I'm not, I'm not talking about dog Zach. Oh. I'm, I'm talking the hard stuff. Dog Zach? Did you just make that up? Or is that what people I, I say? I think I made it up. I, I kind of like that. <laughs> the hard stuff? Um, I keep her on a leash. That's a... Yep, a tight what, a tight leash. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I do with my kid. Um, I make sure she never leaves my side. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yep. But um, what are you doing to protect her from getting drugs from you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I try to leave them up on high counters. Good point. Okay, uh, she's a small dog. Um, I tuck tuck the drugs away into you know cabinets and 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 stuff and junk. Yeah, we all think that's good enough. And when I blow out smoke, I, I aim it over her head into April's mouth. Last time you went out of town, <laughs> the t- that time you went to Japan without me, um, Pippin, I got a uh, an Evite from Pippin, and Pippin was throwing like a fucking ecstasy fueled rager at your place. Oh my God, Pippin can type. Oh, Pip- well, Pippin can text. What? You, can you text an Evite? No, but. But Pippin knows how to work, like, the whole Evite thing. Like, I don't care about the drug party. Have I'm impressed. Have you seen what kind of Evites you get? I think any th- any <laughs> organism can work Evite. Did you get that single cell in my <laughs> single cell paramecium? Paramecium? Yeah, the hottest, the hottest amoeba party in town. <laughs> like, oh, man, we're going to be recombining and, like, just, like, oozing into each other all over the place. <laughs> it's going to be like the RNC. Oh my god, that mitosis like mm-hmm. <laughs> smackdown. Um <clears throat> All right. So, uh you you talk cuz I'm going to call up the look inside right. so I can f- quote some stuff. Okay. So, um 
Oh, so on page one of the book, he's he's getting arrested and says uh, he's bent over the hood of the state police cruiser, <laughs> arms behind his back, wished he was anywhere but here. Yeah, that's some, that's some good writing right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, like, what do you think he meant by that? Like, in a like deep metaphorical sense. Well, I mean, I can see it both ways because, on the one hand, yes, that's obvious. On the other hand, okay, there are worse places to be. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you could you could be in a Turkish prison. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You could be you could be there, but black instead of Jewish. Wow. Um, what if you're black and Jewish? Like Sammy Davis Jr. getting arrested. If this book started with Sammy <laughs> Davis Jr. getting arrested, and if the whole book was about like the early like you know hard scrabble days of Sammy Davis Jr., uh, <laughs> I would I would give it five stars. <laughs> Especially, especially if it was completely fabricated and ha- had nothing to do with Sammy Davis Jr.'s career as America's greatest entertainer. Oh my God, the hard scrabble days of Sammy Davis. Yep, how come you can I write it. How come I can't find the look inside of my phone? Is that something that doesn't come up on your phone? Um, are you looking on the website or the Amazon app? Uh, website. Um, I have seen it on my phone. On my, what's my phone? <laughs> What's um, my phone? Were you about to say something else? Um, no, I think I was referring to. Um, wasn't there an episode of, let's see, Growing Pains? Maybe. Oh, back to current references. <laughs> Never mind. Chachi. This, is, this is not even worth reminiscing about. Um, oh my God, Chachi! Show me that smile again. Dun, 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 dun. Don't waste another no, minute on your crying. Uh, I can't. I can't get the. Here, wait, wait. Let me just hand you my Kindle. Oh, my Kindle. Are we going to say everything like <laughs> that's Yeah, that's my new thing. Well, thank you. But the thing about this book is it's a book about fashion, right? Because, I mean, you can see the genesis of this book. Uh, it starts, okay, read the first sentence. Phil Collins has nothing to do with this book. No jacket. What, what are we talking about? Genesis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and neither does in color. Is Bobby in color is the first chapter. No, we've already determined that he's white, and that's why he didn't die when he got arrested. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, too soon. Um, yeah, too too soon. Something that happens every day. <laughs> um, read the first sentence. Bobby Gold at twenty one in a red and white Dead Boys t shirt, blue jeans, high top Nikes, and handcuffs, bent over the hood of the state police cruiser. <clears throat> Arms behind his back. Wished he was anywhere but here. Okay, so it describes what he's wearing in that exact same style, like six times just in the excerpt. I know, it's true. And you can tell that, like uh, Anthony Bourdain, who I want to, I want to uh, say is is some is an acquaintance of mine, and uh, um, maybe <laughs> I roll. Jesus, I haven't spoken to him in years, um, and and probably won't after we trash his book. Um, but uh, great guy. Uh, you can tell that, like, you had the idea, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, like, the literary device that I used throughout this book was I describe what the guy is wearing at, like, various key points throughout his life and and based the whole book on that. I don't think that's what he was going for. I think it is. <laughs> you really do? Yes. You think this is a fashion book? Yes. I'm doubling <laughs> down on this. Okay. I think he just really loves his, like, old rock punk t-shirts and he wanted to get as many of them in this book as possible yes but i mean but he's described wearing other things besides punk t-shirts true 
So you, oh, so you think he wanted to get the punk T-shirt in, and then it's like, oh, I guess I guess I'm now wedded to this literary device, exactly. and I have to keep going even when he's in a jumpsuit. <laughs> when he's in a hefty bag, yeah. dragging away dead bodies. <laughs> when he's wearing a barrel during the depression. <laughs> when he's when he has uh, another another kid on his shoulders, and they're sharing a trench coat and posing as a tall guy. <laughs> Because you'll also notice that he describes the music in just as much detail, and he describes cars in as much detail, sure. and smoking in as much detail, and food. So he gets to the fish thing. Yep. It is, there's, it's an adjective, a thon. It, it, yes. He, he, he loves an adjective. I have a, I have a question. Um, so I understand from this book and many other uh, works of nonfiction that uh, when you go to jail, you have to kill someone to get a reputation as like a tough guy so you won't get beat up every day or mm-hmm. worse, right? Yeah, that's what happened when I was in prison. Right, so actually I was, I was getting to that. Um, so my question is, first of all, if I just like say on this podcast, like I promise that when I go to jail, day one, I'm going to shank a guy, is that good enough? Do I actually still have to do the shanking or can I just establish a reputation? Or like what if I, what if I claim that I already shanked a guy? What if, um, wait, what if I shank you during this podcast? Is that enough to establish my reputation so I, so I don't have to, like, I was going to say I have to go out, go, you know, shank a really tough guy in prison, mm-hmm. but you're way tougher than me, so I think, <laughs> I don't think this is going to work out the way I I intend. think we would need video of you shanking me to prove that you mm. killed, oh, no, video doesn't do it. Oh, because it could be faked? No, it's just a Black Lives Matter moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, sorry, I got I got acquitted. <laughs> Whoops. We saw the complete video of you killing me, and he's off, guys. He got off. Um, so I think you actually have to you actually have to kill someone. All right. To answer your question, don't you think everyone's gonna come in there and say that they've killed a guy? No one's gonna believe yes. anyone. Come on. But like if everybody kills a guy on, on the day on day one, like there's no one left. Mm. That's think a very good that. that's a very good point. But then no one's gonna steal your Parker rolls. Because you're dead. Hmm. Or what if you're the only one left? left. Oh, it's oh, Hunger Games. That would be it's, great. It's jail, jail Hunger Games. Yes. The last person has a Parker roll. Right. And they're like, you. if you're the only... Wait. If no, you were the uh, only like person thir- in the prison... 30 Parker rolls. Right. Like, would that be good or bad? It would be good because you, you don't have, like... Uh, Rape. Right. That's, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like... Everyone, all the guards are scrutinizing you. Oh, true. It would be a real mixed bag. It, it really would be. Let's like talk about this. Like, let's get into this. I have a serious question. Have you ever been arrested? Good question. Have you? Yes. No way. Let me guess. Mm-hmm. For what? Notice I didn't answer your question. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either a uh, small time pot possession. That's plausible. Or a protest. It was a protest. <laughs> what were you protesting? Oh, the Gulf War. Oh, wow. One, you got one arrested, of them. You got arrested here in Seattle? No, it was in New York in Times Square. Awesome. Yeah. And what were, exactly were you doing that you got arrested? I was, uh, I was standing outside. They, the police had set up like a, you know, a box for people to, to march around in, and I was standing outside the box. Oh, it's so symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, was, like, yeah, you don't like coloring in the I lines. I was also thinking outside the box. <laughs> okay, so um, you were outside the marching box. Right, so, so uh, I, got, I got arrested, I got handcuffed, I got put in the backseat of the, of the cop car and taken to the precinct where I sat around for a long time. 
uh, and uh, with other protesters, with a couple of other protesters, yeah, and, not not a bunch, and uh, and then eventually, like they they just like wrote me a summons and uh-huh. uh, and sent me on my way because I'm white, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, then I showed up in. Uh, I, no, actually, I showed up at, at the courthouse, and uh, and they're like, "Oh, uh, they filled this form out wrong, so your case is dismissed." <sighs> Seriously? Seriously? Mm-hmm. So when they handcuffed you, were they rough with you? No, because because this is kind of <laughs> would be more exciting if I said yes, but no. As we've established, I'm white. <laughs> so did they like ask you to gently put your hands behind your back, and they were going to like put like rubber bands around them for white people? Um, no, they were actually they used hand- rubber bands. They, they right? were actual handcuffs, and they actually like brought my hands behind my back, but pretty reasonably. They were gently. real. They weren't those like zip ties they use. At no, protests. they were they were real legit, handcuffs. Legit handcuffs, the same kind that that I have. Do they in hurt? My <laughs> do they hurt when you get handcuffed? Um, a little bit. A little bit. And then did they like? Tuck like they put their hand on your head and duck your head as you go Absolutely. into the. Yes, isn't that funny? It is. Yes, they don't because... do that with black people. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> they let them hit their head on the, the way. The best in. part was I went to another protest later that week, and someone recognized me as the guy who got arrested, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> oh gosh, see, only us white people can joke about getting arrested like this. Uh huh. Um. So okay, let's go back to this book. Mm-hmm. So. He likes to say Bobby a lot. Have you noticed? Yeah. Like, too much, right? I think Bobby probably calls himself Bobby. Well, don't you call yourself Matthew? Well, but not... I don't, like, speak about myself in the third person, but I suspect Bobby is the kind of guy who uh, does. He's like, Bobby Gold wants a, yeah. wants a beverage. Like, like Donald Bobby, Trump Bobby does. Gold needs to take a shit. <laughs> okay, because here's this line. This was a really good line, by the way. Damn, thought Bobby... Now, is that worth the sentence, Anthony Bourdain? Mm. Like, do you actually, like... (laughs) Damn, thought Becky. (laughs) Damn. That thought went through my head. This is... I've had that thought in my head. Damn. I usually think, like, dang, or tarnation, because that's just the way I was raised. Oh, my lands, thought Becky. Oh, my lanta. Could we read like the whole the whole excerpt, but replacing every instance of Bobby with Becky? Because I think that'd be pretty great. Well, okay. As if 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 the name Bobby comes up in any of my other uh, things that I want to read, I'm going to say Becky instead. Okay. I don't think it does. Okay. <laughs> um, oh uh, yes, here we go. You'll have to kill somebody, little brother," said LT, rinsing the shampoo from his eyes. "Who?" asked Becky. "Who should I kill?" <laughs> If you have to ask who you should kill, you're not a killer. You know who you're going to kill. Yeah. He kills... Ghostbusters. Right. Sorry. (laughs) Well, yeah, female Ghostbusters. (laughs) Oh, God, not you. That is so annoying. I I spent, like... I wasted at least six minutes of my life watching some YouTube videos of all those douche bros who hate the new Ghostbusters. Uh And it's just... Our world is so sad. It's... I mean, For so many reasons, but this is one of them. There, there are like prejudices that I find comprehensible in the sense that I can see how someone, it's wrong, but I can see how someone would, would get to a place where they would believe that. Being upset about female Ghostbusters is just thoroughly perplexing. It really is. And I just even hate saying female Ghostbusters. I know you had to, because yeah. by comparison, yeah. but it's just like... Let's just sh- call them Ghostbusters. Let's just call them Ghostbusters. Let's just call them what they are, Ghostbusters. Ghost, Ghostbusteresses. <laughs> Ghostbusteresses? Yeah, there we go. 
Okay, so the cops tore the. Uh, he's worried the cops are going to tear the car apart because he's 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 carrying coke, massive amounts of coke, five kilos, five kilos, three kilos of which were hidden inside the spare tire, and another two kilos behind the seats. I pictured when that. <laughs> I pictured seats. that just sitting in a big bag in the back seat. On the back seat. <laughs> I think he meant he meant in the seats. I think probably. But I laughed so hard. I'm like, way to hide it. Way to hide it, Bobby Gold. Right, he's probably got like his uh, his kid in the back. Like, quit yeah. playing with the cocaine. You guys leave each other alone back there. Don't make me pull this car over. I'm a white Jew. I can put cocaine on the back. <laughs> right, seat. the cops are like, well, and they're like, oh yeah, you're got baking baking later. <laughs> Sorry, we we made a mistake. Uh, have a great day. Have a great day, sir. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must work at the bakery. Right, exactly. Um, uh, let's see. I had something. Oh, um, so. I, I completely lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I like this paragraph. Oh, I remember. Sorry. <laughs> there, there. I, I just waited till I could interrupt you <laughs> just to make that one person happy. <laughs> um, Say like four times now. Yes. Uh, if I were a Coke dealer, you know how I would set myself apart from the competition? I would describe my, my product in pounds instead of kilos. I'd be like, I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in like 11 pounds of the good stuff instead of five kilos from, from Panama or whatever. Where do you get cocaine from? Jersey? (laughs) Yeah. Jersey, Columbia. Oh, wait, no, no. I know the answer to this because I learned it from that Danielle Steele book. It comes from (laughs) Venezuela, (laughs) Colombia, Chile, Florida, (laughs) Acapulco. Oh my God. I think you named all the ones. Um, I would name, if I were a Coke dealer, I would name them like you do lattes. Oh, Skrillex? No, but there's like, it'd be a grande. I've got oh, a yeah. grande coming in. I've got a tall. That's good. I got a, yeah. a, a venti, yeah. venti bag. Uh, okay, I'm going to read this paragraph because I liked it. He would not be sleeping with Lisa tonight. That was for sure. He wouldn't be lying in the bed they shared in the Stimson dormitory, <laughs> listening to Brian Eno and sniffing murk, cocaine, and smoking hydro. Lisa would not, later, when the quaaludes kicked in, look him in the eyes and turn up the corner of her mouth in a dreamy smile while she sucked his cock. I'm making the dreamy smile while sucking cock. I, I don't think... <laughs> it not, seems wait, like you shouldn't wait. combine those things. Not tonight. Okay. Tonight he was going to jail. Bummer. Okay, like, I can just imagine Anthony Bourdain writing this and being like, yeah, yeah I that was it. a good one. <laughs> Woo! Woo, because most people aren't going to know what merc, cocaine, and hydro, I don't know what those things are. <laughs> Do you know what they are? I think, I, I, that I paused there, and then I was like, okay, I think it's probably hydroponically grown weed, but I didn't oh, bother to look I it up. I think it's, they're sniffing heirloom tomatoes. Yeah, I think, yeah. Merck, Merck Cocaine. So Merck is a pharmaceutical company? Yeah. So what is this? Some sort of like... Well, I think it's cocaine that they produced. Why would Merck produce cocaine? Um, cocaine is, is a Schedule II uh, narcotic that can be prescribed as a local anesthetic. Seriously? Yes. So people are still like given cocaine in hospital settings? I'm going to say yes sometimes. I think it's a very effective local anesthetic. Well, I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get very happy. Have you ever tried cocaine? No. Either have I. I'm just going from what I've read. Okay. I want to end up like Bobby. I want I want blowjobs, <laughs> not not shankings. I've never uh, given a blowjob. So, <laughs> ladies and gay men out there, is it possible to turn up the corner of your mouth in a dreamy smile while sucking cock? 
I'm, I mean, I haven't given I, one either, but I'm going to say no. I, I don't think it you have It seems like, like a bad idea. Is it kind of like being able to like wiggle your scalp and wiggle your ears? Because I can't imagine having any control over a part of my lip when it's sucking a cock. We're, we're both making crazy faces. faces. <laughs> no, it's it's exactly what you said. It's like something you would write and like say, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you like, don't no go one back to think about it. That. Like, oh, that's not feasible. I was totally thinking about that, which is why I, I marked this paragraph okay mm-hmm. bobby gold in an orange jumpsuit see fashion yes handcuffs and leg irons bobby gold oh my god there you're right there is a lot of fashion stuff yes bobby gold in a towel in the communal shower <laughs> that's crazy awesome fashion right there wow bobby gold on a gurney i got so tired of this shtick yep becky gold on a gurney <laughs> i'm like jesus bobby gold Becky Gold in a red and white Dead Boys t-shirt again. Blue jeans, high top Nikes, stepped through the high electrified fence at the perimeter of the prison. It was February and he was freezing. Um, if I, when I do go to jail and shank a guy and, uh, and come out later, will you pick me up? Outside the jail? You know I would. Thanks. You know I would. I, I would have. A, I, I will do I the would same turn for you. My, my 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 lip up in a creepy little smile. Actually, while, I gotta get I, someone else. As I released you. Okay, <laughs> we're next chapter. Bobby at work. Bobby Gold, six foot four. Guess how tall Anthony Bourdain is? Six, six foot, foot four. I'm gonna say six foot three. Okay, well, very close. Bobby Gold, <laughs> six foot four. I hated this paragraph so hard. All right, let's hear it, and then we should take it to a break. Bobby Gold, six foot four, and dripping wet. Ew. Ew. Squeezed past an outgoing delivery of Norwegian salmon. Ew. <laughs> and stood motionless, smelling of soggy leather. Ew. <laughs> In the cramped front room of JB Seafood Company, taking up space. Oh. Ew. That whole fucking paragraph. Soggy don't leather. Ever, don't Norwegian ever combine salmon. salmon, leather, drinking wet, and soggy. <laughs> no. I think Wrong. that sounds like a new craft cocktail. Let's take it to a break. All right. I, I need to brush up on my on my jail because <laughs> I have only watched like the first three episodes of Orange is the New Black. And so Are you kidding me? I know, I know it's I'm terrible. What is wrong with you? I, I, I will catch up on that show and then I will know how to behave this in a women's season prison. Was so good. Um there I admit last season kinda sucked, but this season far made up for it. All right. You should definitely watch it. Okay. I smoke occasionally, the cigarette. So I know smoking. <laughs> Is that what the cool kids call it, the cigarette? The cigarette. All right. Here's a line. Everybody smoked. Their wet cigarettes held in gloved hands with the tips cut down. What? what? I don't think you, I, I don't smoke, but I don't think you can smoke a wet cigarette, first a, of all. A, and B, tip is the end, not the filter. And I think he means that the filters were cut off. Why would you cut the tip, which okay. has tobacco? So, isn't there like a little like guillotine like thing that you use to? Maybe I'm thinking of a cigar. Yes. Thing that's like, to cut. To is cut that the to cigar. cut the end off the cigar? Yeah. Where it's okay. Then I have no idea. I don't know what the, Anthony Bourdain. We have questions. Oh, wait, wait. What does it say? The you say the tip? Everybody smoked their wet cigarettes held in gloved hands with the tips cut down. Because filter tip is a is a phrase. Oh, you're right. So. But like when I think of tip, like I, I think, think of penises. I think you just got debunked. Yeah, you're right. So they cut the filter down. Yeah, I'm just, just going to glide by that penis thing. So you suck the tip is what you're saying. Well, probably not just the tip. Okay. Um, 
Okay, I got one. And this raises many questions. He read the muscle magazines after his cellmate was done with them. He went to the prison library and read up on anatomy, nerve clusters, bones, pressure points, martial arts. He'd been supposedly pre-med in school so he could order books from outside. Is that a thing? Like you can say what your major is and all of a sudden like I'm a women's studies major and I'm in jail. All of a sudden I'm like getting bell hooks. That's <laughs> that's definitely one question. Um Another question is, it really implies that you can, like, get ripped by reading the right books. Doesn't it? Like... Right. Like, if you study hard enough, like yes, a good Jew, like, you will get muscles. And believe, I've read many books, and I, I look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. No, you don't. <laughs> you look like an accountant. Come on. I can rap like an accountant. I've never heard you rap. Should we all hear you rap right now? Uh, no, but if you, if you if you take me to karaoke, Laugh. if you take me to karaoke and uh, and buy me a drink, I will I will do uh, um, Kendrick Lamar's King Kunta for you, and it's pretty good. Hmm. Okay, you're on in Osaka in September. Okay, we're going to karaoke. Yeah. You're going to do that. I verified that Big Echo in Japan has that song, so let's. Okay, do it. I'm going to put some you know some special powders in your drink, and then I'm going to videotape this. It's gonna, um, I'm going to Snapchat this live, guys. I will also do New York State of Mind by Nas if they have that. Nas? Is that like another Jewish like <laughs> rapper? No. Or is that schnoz? That, yeah, that's okay, exactly sorry. right. Okay. Um, then he looked up, noticed the large figure in the fingertip length black leather jacket. Fingertip length. So the, so the sleeves go all the way over his hands? No, I think that's the length of the hem of the jacket. I was totally imagining, but like, I see, I see like where a, you're going with that. Yeah, like a kid in an adult's jacket. <laughs> oh, like with how, his hands are covered. Like we established earlier, how Bobby Gold was dressing up in a trench coat <laughs> with another kid on his shoulders. Oh my god, I totally didn't. I totally was like very literal about that fingertip but, length. But right, but that is something only someone into fashion would say. I think. I think you might be right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling back on my criticism of you. Uh huh. Um, All of it, or just that? No, just that. <laughs> um, okay. Then he looked up, noticed the large figure in the fingertip length black leather jacket, black pullover. Is that a sweater? Yeah. Okay. Again, but but that's like what a fashion person exactly. would say instead of sweater. Exactly, because I didn't know really, so that's clear. That it I'm could also fashion. be a pullover hoodie. True. Black denim pants and black cowboy boots obstructing commerce in his loading area. That's a euphemism. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you got any commerce in your loading area? Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, I Johnny Cash. I want to get my commerce obstructed. Yo, Johnny Cash, can I help you with something? Which led me to, have I ever told you my Johnny Cash story? No. Okay. So do you know the restaurant up in Vancouver called Tojo's? Mm -hmm. It's a famous Japanese uh, sushi bar. Uh, very, very good. Have you ever been? I haven't, but I've heard it's great. I've, I've gone four years in a row. Awesome. Um, and it's, it's really wonderful. Um, the very first time I went in, I walked into the restaurant um, with my partner at the time and my brother and my sister-in-law. And we're standing at the back of the line waiting to check in with the um, hostess, a Japanese woman wearing a kimono. And she looks up as soon as I walk in. And she looks me right in the eye and she says, Johnny, Johnny Cash. And I look at her and I look at my brother and I go, I don't know why. Did she just say, she should just call me Johnny Cash? And he goes, yeah, I, I don't know why either. And she looks me right in the eye again and says, Johnny, and puts her arms out, Johnny Cash. And I'm like, 
I've been called a man before. That so is I, so strange. And I was wearing a black coat. So I thought she was making some joke about my black coat. I turn around and Johnny Cash is behind me. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking joke. Wow. And he bypasses the line, walks up all in black, gives her a huge hug, and gets seated at the bar. That asshole. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I thought that was too so soon. Funny. <laughs> He's dead now. Okay. Um, yeah, did, they, they had a lot of famous people in that you bar. You did it. You shanked him. I shanked, you shanked Johnny, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Uh, that's my Johnny Cash story. That is an amazing story. Oh, thank you. Uh, the other funny celebrity sighting, which is not nearly as fun or funny, is... Um, <laughs> Great, is, let's hear it. Okay, is uh, I'm in New York City waiting in line to see um, a movie, and um, there's a, a woman behind me who I don't recognize, and I... Uh, uh, actually, I'm sorry. The woman behind me who I recognize, and I, I tell my friend, that looks a little bit like Mary Stuart Masterson. Do you remember Mary Stuart Masterson? Okay. I get Mary Stuart Masterson confused with um, Mary Elizabeth... Yes. What's her last name? Because uh, they were both in, um, they were both in uh, that movie. Um, because um, there are there are several others. So like like Mary something yes. Mastrantonio. That's a person, right? Yeah, I think so. There's Mary Elizabeth Ellis is an actor. Okay. Uh, anyway, yes, I'm sure I would recognize the person you're talking about. Fried whose Green name... Tomatoes. You know that movie? Oh yeah, absolutely. So wasn't Mary Stuart Masterson in that? I think so. And then the other Mary something something yeah. is in it. I th I think the other one I think is the one who was on The West Wing. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so I, I turn around. I'm like. That woman looks just like Mary Stuart Masterson, but but I, I, I'm not used to star sightings, so I just was like, that woman just happens to look mm, like her. Yeah, I am so used to celebrity <laughs> sightings, I am bored with it. So my friend's like, uh, turns around and says, oh my God. And I turned around and the woman was holding up her credit card because she was about to pay for her tickets. And I look at the credit card and it says Mary Stuart Masterson. And it was so weird to me that I was like, yes. how strange that that woman has a card how did she get a what card? A crazy coincidence that she had that, that's called has Mary Stuart Masterson's name on it, and I'm like, wow, her card says Mary Stuart Masterson. That's weird. And I turn, I'm like, oh my god, that's so strange. Anyway, uh, that was not a very good story. Okay, no, no, that was, no I, I like that story. All righty, uh, listeners, I mean, if, have you ever spotted a, a minor podcast celebrities, Becky Selinger or Mas Matthew Amster Burton? Oh my god, <laughs> or, or Matthew Stuart Masterson? Except my car, my credit card says Hot Carl. Oh. And yours says Bobby Gold. Yes. Yeah. So the whole like Bobby Gold in a jumpsuit, Bobby Gold. We get Bobby Gold in his dead, what is it, Dead Poet Society t-shirt at the beginning? Yes. Um, and we get Bobby Gold in his black leather jacket. We get Bobby Gold in a towel. We get Bobby Gold in a jumpsuit. Uh, we get Bobby Gold in all these different stages. Let's talk about before the, the, the pre-book. What's that? There's another word for that. A book before the book. Prologue? The prologue. Yeah, the pre No, we're calling it the pre-book from the pre now on. The pre-book and then the post-book. So mm -hmm. what was, like, Bobby in diapers? Oh, yes. Yeah. So Bobby in pantaloons. Bobby Bobby Gold in a coffin. Bobby Gold in a coffin. Which that, presumably is how this book probably ends. Yeah, what's that word when that thing you wear in your coffin? Shroud? Sure. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Gold, Gold in a shroud. In a shroud of Turin. Okay. Um, Bobby Gold, Maine, 1970, snowmobiling. In a parka? Parka. Okay. Okay. Bobby Gold in lace panties. Yes. Yes. Um, can we go back to something you said a minute ago? Uh, if I w went around town wearing a Dead Poet Society t-shirt, like, what would you assume about me? Would you assume I was really in touch with my feelings and probably a really tender lover? <laughs> can you never say tender lover 
ever, ever again. <laughs> What's that song that sounds like that? Tenderloin. Uh, part-time lover? Yes, uh, that's what came to my mind. Okay. Oh, Ew. Tender lover. Who wants a tender lover? I don't know. I don't actually know what it means. <laughs> I just did a steak class last night, so when I yeah, heard sir. you say tenderloin, uh, maybe, I, yeah, I went in all different directions. Tenderized lover. Tenderized lover. Mm. Every, everything's real, like, soft, and, and you can bite through it real easily. <laughs> I don't know. Chewable. And, a chewable lover. Does your lover have dentures? Yeah. I, I almost offended a student the other day be, oh. because she, in my class on steak, I asked everybody what their favorite steak was and she said tenderloin and i said do you have dentures and she said yes oh and then all of a sudden i panicked that she actually had dentures even though she was like 28 years old and then i'm like i really shouldn't joke like that yeah some people do some people have dentures yeah yeah and then someone and then someone started talking about their grill pan one of those stupid ass i'm gonna vent for a second grill pans that you just get marks on and yeah. it doesn't get any wood smoke in. And so I said, it's like having fake tits. It's like, it looks like it's oh. going to do the job, but it doesn't actually get the job done. It doesn't feel right. It does. It's not sexy. And then I'm like, oh my God, I should not say this shit. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Because people have fake boobs for all kinds of reasons. And yeah, maybe sure. cancer is one of them. Yeah. And so I felt really bad. Or maybe, maybe like just because it looks awesome. Does it? Uh, no. No. Here you go. I'm going to offend I'm, people again. I know. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. But uh, Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, it's it's like caressing a waterbed. I, I've, I've never touched one. Have I you? haven't either. Oh. Uh, so I don't even know okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just imagine from okay, the way it looks. That's our assignment, both of us, between, <laughs> between now and the next episode. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> write in if, you, if you've got a couple of those. <laughs> a couple of those, like in addition to your regular boobs? Uh, no. Like just, in your bag? Well, like behind Becky, your car Becky seat? And I, Becky and I will come over and we'll each like squeeze one of them just, just for, you know, the experience. Oh and, and then we'll report back. Okay. I have to go back to the cocaine behind the, the seat. Thank God we're not talking about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you were hiding eight pounds of Merck cocaine, where in the car would you hide it? Mm. I think I'm probably really bad at hiding things. Um, where in the car? Well, I mean, in the movies, they, they always, like, tear the car up and, and, like, bury it deep somewhere. I'm way too lazy to do that. So I'm going to say, like, under the front seat. Oh, wow. Um, using white privilege as your as your getaway. Oh yeah, of course. Uh. Maybe. Oh no, no. I got it. You know how um, when you when you you get out of your car, you're like, ah, I don't want to take my computer with me. I'm just gonna like throw my jacket over it, and that'll throw the thieves off. And then you come back six minutes later, and your jacket and your computer have both been stolen. <laughs> That's what I would do with the cocaine. Uh huh. I'm gonna put my jacket over it. Oh okay. And I, it's, I... it's gonna be a fingertip length uh, <laughs> sport jacket with with a crest. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> I I would totally go the chef route, and I would put it into a container that said baking soda. Nice, and I would have other white powders uh, all over my car, and I'd have <laughs> a white powder under my nose, and I'd wear uh -huh. chef whites, and no one would think I was doing drugs. That's right. No one ever assumes a chef is doing, doing drugs. <laughs> okay, what's our book for next time? Oh, our book for next time, you're going to be so happy with this when once you read it, is called The Thief's Daughter by Jeff Wheeler. Okay. It is uh, an epic fantasy book. Okay. And I haven't looked at how long the excerpt is, but I'm going to guess long. Oh, God. Why? Why would it be so long? Because epic fantasy books are long. And you think the excerpt is, is consistent? I think the excerpt is usually proportional to the length of the book. Oh, so do you think the Bobby Gold stories are, is like 80 pages? I think it's a short book. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Well, our excerpt for uh, Not One Shrine is quite short as well. Yeah, no, I got to give it to to Bobby Gold. Like he, you know, the book moves along. You're gonna you shiv- you shiv it to Bobby Gold, like right, he did. You know, there, he shanks somebody. You know, <laughs> he gets he gets busted. There's a shanking, or he doesn't actually shank someone. He beats him. Um, yeah. You know, then he gets out. Then he gets gets a job. Like all of this in like the first six pages. Is shanking the same as shiving? Yeah. 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 I I sp- don't speak say from, it like that. Well, I mean, don't say when yeah. you've seen the things I've seen. Jesus. In the joint. Okay, well, let's add to the list things Matthew should never do again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And tender lover. And the, no. the like shimmying thing I did no, one time. No, no, that's a physical act. It's a different category. <laughs> that was horrible. But you probably put on my list not to do the lip thing with the blow, blowing the microphone thing that I, yeah. to, I did like 10 times in this episode. All right. So we're going to be uh, coming back to you in two weeks with a new book. And in the meantime, you can find us at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com. You can find us at on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for Look Inside This Bobby Gold. Gold is with a <laughs> G, you asshole. No, I'm sticking with that. Okay. Um, Look also- Inside This uh, Bobby's Cocaine? Mm. No. First of all, listeners, I'm looking over at Matthew, and he's been giving himself like a self-massage with his arms crossed, it's, rubbing it's, his arms in a creepy, creepy way. What are you doing? I'm I'm all sweaty, and it's making me feel like I don't know why I'm but doing But why that. would you touch yourself? Like, I'm sweaty, so I'm holding my arms out in a fingertip-length way. I think way. it's because, like, I was, wasn't sure, like, how embarrassing that, that attempt at a joke was going to be, and so <laughs> oh, it's like an emotional defense oh, mechanism. Oh, yeah. so it's the opposite it's of the dropping opposite of, of a, a mic, mic drop. drop. It's a, yeah, the arm squeeze is it's the opposite. It's a hold mic. Please leave us a review at iTunes so other people can find us. And please look and check out our new book that we wrote together called Not One Shrine, Two Food Writers Devour Tokyo, which is available to you on Amazon and if you're in Seattle in local bookstores. I said that very professionally, didn't I? You really did. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I'm going to cut that out and and send it to, I don't know, the book channel. The book channel? You know, the book, book radio. I'll send it this to Na- is book radio. Nancy Pearl. I'm going to send it to Nancy. We should get Nancy Pearl on our show. Do you think she'd come on our show? No, mm. but we should ask. Do you think she'd come on our show? Yeah. Okay. I'm, now, now <laughs> let's try and get her. <laughs> oh, I'm so immature. Yeah, now, I mean, now she's gonna now she's gonna show up knowing that you're gonna give her the uh, lip upturn treatment. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Wait a second. What? Did I ever? On this program, ever tell you the lesbian fisting joke? I think you did. I did? Okay. Can you do that legally? Um, no, 